walking on steroids. Stalking is when two people go for a long romantic walk, but just one of them knows about that. Hello guys and welcome to our newest episode, Stalking on Steroids. My name is Merle and next to me are sitting my wonderful girl, Sina. Hi. And Chiara. Hello. In this episode, we are going to talk about stalking. Sina, would you like to start? Yeah, of course. Um... Okay, today I'm going to tell you about a quite unusual case of stalking. Um, and you might have heard of it because the case was even discussed here in Germany by several newspapers. It is about Walt Gilmore's family. And he lives in a suburban a city called Salt Lake City in Utah. So everything started in August 2018 when a tow truck company employee turned up on their doorstep with a false instruction to remove a car from the Gilmore's driveway. The next seven months, the family turned away up to 20 people a day who had been sent to the house by someone under false pretense. The people were saying they were called to provide electrical, plumbing, tree trimming, and towing services, according to the Gilmore family. Those unwanted visitors arrived at all day, all hours of the day and night. And there is a statement from Mr. Gilmore where he says that um, these are individuals who come to our house in the middle of the night, 10, 11 o'clock, 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. And as I already said, the calls range, the calls range from pizza, pizza being sent to the Gilmore's office to an environmental cleanup company coming on, coming on Saturday morning on a fake call that Gilmore's house was flooding. Plumbers came, tow trucks, and so on. But there were also some criminal activities going on because, um, yeah, visitors like prostitutes or drug dealers also came to their house. There were, there were more than 100 of food deliveries and unwanted services providers yeah, coming to the house. And from late 2018 to August 2019, every single day about 20 visitors came to the house. Also, um, the daughter of the Gilmore family received very extensive and repeated threats via email and also photos of her face and family. Family's address were posted on some website called Cracklist stating that the resident wanted drugs and prostitutes. Right, and that was also very threatening for the family. Everything went on until they posted a red and yellow sign outside the home telling workers to call the police to make a report if they were asked to provide services at the, for, at the residence. And the police even sent a police car standing at the residence. But still, the Gilmore family spotted many often people taking pictures of his house, looking inside his window late at night and sitting in cars parked outside. Yeah, the cyber stalking continued. Um, I don't want to interrupt you, but um, is that really stalking? I mean, when I think of stalking, I think of a person following the victim everywhere and maybe sending messages, but I'm not sure about this case. 
Yeah, you're right. That's a very, very good question because that was also a thought coming to my mind. Also, in the beginning, I said that this was an unusual case of stalking. Um, I'm not sure, Merle, maybe you can elaborate on that. Yeah, um, regarding to your question, Chiara, um, I would like to refer to Penal Code Section 647.9 of the American law. Um, there, stalking is defined as willfully, maliciously, and repeatedly follows or of another person, making credible threat with intent to place another in re reasonable fear for own safety or safety for of his or her immediate family. And in the case Sina mentioned, more or less, the whole family is affected by the act. So I would say that this is definitely stalking. Ah, that sounds very interesting. Um, do you know what for a punishment a stalker gets? Um, punishment for stalking is one year imprisonment in county jail or $100,000 monetary penalty which I personally find quite little related to what the stalk person had gone through because of the stalking. If convicted of spouse or child abuse, felony or violent violation of protection order or making terroristic threats, it's subject to one year imprisonment or 1,000 sometimes both or two, three or five years imprisonment in state prison. Ah, okay, now it makes sense. Thank you. Um, Sina, could you go on, please, with this interesting case? Yeah, of course. Um, so Gilmore said that he felt like a prisoner in his own house and that his wife was totally scared and terrified by the unwanted visitors, including criminals, as I said, like drug dealers, for example. Um, yeah, and law enforcement in Utah responded to unwanted services, calls at this residence more than 80 times and yeah the st cyber stalker also left incredible amounts of unwanted voicemails which were very threatening at all in may, may 2019 the woman received a threatening mail telling her she should sleep with one eye open and keep looking over her shoulder um, and also another email told her that she should kill herself to do her family a favor, which is very drastic in my opinion. Oh my god, I can't believe that he said that. She must felt so bad at this moment. I know, it's crazy. I mean, it's not her fault at all that she has such a stalker and that she's now threatened and stuff and that he tells her to kill herself. That's just unbelievable. Yeah, and as we can see, the actual target in this case was not Mr. Gilmore or his wife. Um, it was his adult daughter. Mm. But Walt Gilmore, um, the father of the family, said that his adult daughter had known the cyber stalker at one point, but no longer had any contact with him. So in this case, he actually knew or she actually knew the stalker, which is very usual and a common uh yeah common thing right so investi investigations um have been focusing on okumara as the suspect since january 19 when the gilmores were granted a protective injunct injunction in utah 
um, and they stated that the cyber stalker would be a man called Lauren M. Okamura at the age of 44, who had his residence in Honolulu on Hawaii. Yeah, and he was indicted on October 2nd, 2019 in Utah. Nevertheless, authority, authorities had trouble finding him because he didn't ha have any known um, permanent address or employment in Hawaii. So it was actually very, very difficult for authorities. Also, as you might already thought, Okamura was very good with using technology and he uses, for example, applications on his phone um, in order to spoof the location data, right? So he was hiding his whereabouts. He used also anonymous apps and encryption. So as I already said, that made it very difficult to actually find him. However, the digital information, including cell phone records and the Apple ID account, tied the harassment to Mr. Okamara. So the guess of the, the adult daughter was right. The cyber stalker was actually Mr. Okamura. And later on, a team of Utah officers flew to Honolulu and teamed with the FBI agents on a 15-hour search for Okamura. Um, which ended when they actually arrest him without incident at a supermarket. The officer um, was Jeff Plank, and he's from the Utah Department of Public Safety, who was assigned uh, to the FBI's Cybercrime Task Force. And after more than one year of investigation, an arrest had been made and federal charges filed in what has been described as a North Salt Lake case of stalking on steroids. So Okamara is scheduled, scheduled to be in court in Hawaii um, the following Wednesday for a detention hearing. So maybe you're asking yourself how they actually met and how the adult daughter was quite sure about his her cyber stalker. Um, yeah, and Everything started actually in Hawaii um, when the woman and Mr. Okamara met in May 2017. Uh, she visited him several times, but later on she ended the relationship in October 2018. She knew him for a couple of months, but yeah, but ended the relationship. And as we can see, the stalker was maybe uh, not happy about that. Okay, so the arrest in court was also um, scheduled right after the arrestment. So the lawyer of Okamara stated that Okamara was grieving due to the death of his wife, but there were no further details given. And he was actually arrested in December 2019 on the charges of cyber stalking, making interstate threats as the emails, for example, and transporting a person over state lines for the purpose of prostitution. Um, the 44-year-old man 
entered a guilty plea in the U.S. District Court on July 27th. Yes, and as we can see, this case of stalking is very extreme. And it actually changed their li life a lot. Uh, so also their own neighborhood was included in this victimization. And also the stalking expanded far beyond. Um, Gilmore and his daughter said that they were so relieved that Okamara was finally arrested. And also companies reported that they lost about a thousand of dollars. There's actually um, the number of $20,000 named. Yeah, this is also a reason why this case is described as extreme cyberstalking. Um, however, federal cyberstalking is a very rare charge in Utah. So this case was very present at this time and also, yeah, uh, reached us here in Germany. Thank you, Zina. That was quite interesting. Um, actually, there are four types of stalkers. Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't. Anyway, first type is called rejected stalker, which means that this type of stalker usually follows a former partner. The aim of these stalkers is to restore the relationship or to take revenge on the former partner. Sometimes the two motives coincide. Second one is the relationship-seeking stalker who chases the unfulfilled desire for a relationship and is also driven by revenge. Often they, uh, they want to force a relationship when on is. Then there is the sadistically motivated stalker who is aroused by the fear of the victim. And lastly, there is the punishing stalker who, as the name suggests, wants to punish his victim because of some reason, regardless of whether that is correct or not. In that special case, I would say that he's a mix of two types. Mm, on one hand, he's the rejected type, I think. And on the other hand, he could be the punishing stalker. Um, I have a question for you. Of course, I did some research for this episode and I wanted to find a funny stalker, but then I found a case of a clumsy stalker because he sent a message with a picture of his penis to a German athlete via Facebook. And together with this picture, he wrote something, but mm, I don't want to repeat that. I think you can imagine what he was writing. But the clumsy part was with the story um, that he wrote his full name and his address in his message. And the German athlete has received many of those messages and therefore she decided to publish his name and address to say that she hates these kind of messages. Um, although it was not really stalking since the messages were not sent by just one person, I want to know your opinion. Was it right to publish his name and address and say what he did, or was it not right? What do you think about that? Um, I don't think that this was right, what she did, since even he put his contacts and address in, in there. Another person is not allowed to make this public. Of course, obviously, getting a dick pic isn't nice, but in my opinion, you can't just post this person's privacy. Furthermore, it is legally not allowed for data protection reasons 
to make the address of another person public without his or her consent. And I mean, who wants his or her address being published? I guess no one. Yeah, I do see your point. Uh, but actually, I have a question for you, Chiara. So um, did the harassment stop by this certain person? Or mm -hmm. did he continue? Uh, that was not in this article. Um, I was uh, very excited to know about that. Um, but I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, no no worries. But I guess, I mean, if I were that person, I would definitely stop. So, I mean, I also see your point now. So it was not really nice. But still, she didn't ask to get dick pics or anything. So that was an actual har harassment. I mean, I totally understand her acting. And maybe I would have done the same. I'm not quite sure, but I kind of support her action, yeah. Oh, okay, thank you for your opinion. But since I really want to know what the majority thinks, um, guys, feel free to comment on this question. Hopefully no one of you have been in contact with this subject of stalking yet. Um, we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and that all of you will be back next week. For the outro, we have looked for a song about stalking. Many of you might know this song. It is called Every Breath You Take from the Police. But I guess you haven't connected it with stalking. Because friends of my parents had the song as their wedding song, for example. What is quite absurd due to the lyrics. But anyway, have a nice morning, afternoon or evening and see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.